0: Everyone, it is Dave and Jeff. It is May 27th, 2020. Second show of the week.
1: Crazy couple of days. Hope everybody's doing all right. Uh, man, Dave, I I grew up in Minneapolis. Yeah. Now, I have not... I haven't been back there since 95. So, right? I mean, it's a long time. And I moved when I was a kid. But my memories of that city are great. Of course. And it's so... It's nerve-wracking and frustrating and just makes you so mad things that I'm seeing out of my hometown for the last couple of days, I mean the flat-out murder of George Floyd um it's just it's insane and it's bad no matter where it happens. yeah, but when that happens in your hometown, I mean as much as Cardiff's my hometown Minneapolis is my hometown too. And then today, as bad as that is, there's another video that comes out of there. And look, I I know this happens everywhere. It's probably happening here. But there's three guys that are at a gym uh, in a building, in an office building, where they've had an office for a year. And here's some asshole asking them if they belong. The three guys are black. The guy's white. They had every right to be there. And that's also in Minneapolis. And you look at it and you go, God dang, man. Yeah. Right? You just go, God dang. It's true. When bad news happens, you don't want
0: it to be where you're from. Because when you yeah. choose where, and you didn't choose to live in Minnesota, but yeah. at the same time, when you choose to live in, let's say, Cardiff or La Mesa or right. Me and East Lake, and if there's bad news, it shows almost like bad decision making on your part that you chose to say this was the hometown I was proud of. Yeah. Because today's not a day to be proud of my hometown. No.
1: Not at all. Look, I'll I'll tell you in the area where I grew up, I grew up in a town called Richfield. Yeah. Look, there it wasn't at that time, it wasn't really racially diverse. It wasn't. Yeah. It was middle class. Um but now when you look at Minnesota, it's much different than the time that I grew up there. Yeah. For the better. But they have a large Somali population. They have, I mean, all all kinds, right? Yeah. It's very diverse there, and people that are making a positive impact on that neighborhood. But goddamn, Dave, I I just I've seen that video for a couple of days, and then you're watching tonight. I'm not a big Sean Hannity fan. I think Sean Hannity, like especially when he starts talking about his martial arts sensei, <laughs> yeah, you know, like. Like okay. Is
0: anybody afraid of
1: Sean Hannity? But uh, but I'll say this, man. I thought his show tonight was funny as shit. I thought his show tonight was outstanding. It was so good because he had such a cross section of people from different backgrounds that were commenting on it. But I'm I'm watching a neighborhood that I know where people are protesting. And then tonight, uh, I'm not sure if you saw this. But in Los Angeles, they shut down the 101 in yeah. Almeida, yeah. right by the, the detention center, right by yep. Robert Blake's old house. <laughs> and uh, and you're looking at that and you go, God damn, it all started with the decision of that guy in Minneapolis, which is now going to impact Los Angeles and who knows where else, man. Terrible. Just And then you find out over 100,000 people have now died from the coronavirus yeah. in the
0: U.S. alone. It was 100,000 in 100 days. That's what they were saying today.
1: It's about right. I mean, I'm I'm flashing back to March 13th. I was saying to my sons, um, we were at a restaurant downtown. It was the night the Aztecs lost to UNLV. Yeah. And God, we, man, basketball season see, in college basketball. Right. Seems so long ago. And you go, that's when it all happened. And look, I, I mean, we were going to the Bay. Yeah. A friend of mine in Toronto was saying, get the fuck out of there. We're going to the Bay and hanging out and not really close to people, but hanging out and thinking, oh, yeah, we're doing our part. God dang, it's crazy. So, yeah, between seeing that number and then uh, watching what's going on in Minneapolis, pretty wild couple of days.
0: Let me ask you this, Sean Hannity part because I didn't uh-huh. see it. I was watching. Actually, I flipped over and I watched uh, Don Lemon. Okay. I li- All right. I li- and I, Don, I like. It's funny. Yeah. I never watched him until – this whole coronavirus, and then I would right. flip over and just watch the way he opened the show. And, yeah. and figure a lot of times in, in a lot of these shows, you get the, the best of the best right at the beginning. So I was yeah. curious to know, hey, what do you do to you open your show with? With Hannity, because he is so close with Donald Trump. You know, yeah. like, like Trump says, or Hannity says, he calls him every day. Wow. So they talk every – he said he thinks that he's the last guy he talks to before Trump goes to sleep every night. <laughs> wow. Okay. Did he say anything about the whole th- the whole situation with Floyd as far as that he talked to the president at all? Did you hear anything? Because that, that's the big thing that is standing out right yeah. now. There's been no statement.
1: Um, well, he, he read a tweet that Trump had put out saying that he had asked the FBI to get involved and and to investigate it. But you know what, Dave, I I thought it was good because I was flipping around and a couple of friends had said, hey, man, it's getting pretty wild in Minneapolis. So I said, okay, not for any reason other than old habits die hard. I started with CNN and Chris Cuomo. And look, I I think Chris Cuomo's kind of, I like him. I do too. But his whole thing at the start, and I understand, he's based in New York. It was about the 100,000 number, and Trump sucks, and all this, and he's a jackass, and it's political, and on, and on, and on, and you go, okay, and I, for whatever reason, I said, hey, I'm going to Fox. Yeah, I do the
0: same thing. I flip back and
1: forth. Yeah, and Hannity, the whole time he was on, had a, a... kind of in the corner like a split screen of a helicopter shot of Minneapolis so I was watching that and he had uh he had former he just had a handful of law enforcement guys that were on discussing what happened different different clips of the yeah. video um you know he dropped his martial arts thing in but but to hannity's credit to his credit, he was saying you talk to anybody who studies what he was getting at was when do you tap out and he said in martial arts you're getting choked out you go okay you got me I tapped out and he said Floyd was tapping out I can't breathe and yeah. the officer, and he was cuffed
0: it wasn't like he could even yeah ta- you know I mean literally yeah. physically could not tap anything
1: right so while at the start I kind of laughed and was like okay I go Hey, you know what? I'll give him credit. He he does study martial arts, and he's saying in in that world when you're getting choked and somebody's got a hold on your neck, you go, okay, hey, tap, got it, and then you move on. The guy releases the hold, and he said Floyd says it a, a bunch of times, and the cop never moves. So I listen, man, again, I, I'm not a huge Fox News channel guy. A lot of times I, I used to watch Brian Williams uh, I haven't seen that show in a long time, but between the two tonight for just the story that I was interested in, um, I thought Handy was really, really good. I tell you, man, this
0: story is awful. I mean, there's not one person that will say it's, it's it. not awful. It's It was terrible. We, we've talked to race on this show a bunch of times. We wouldn't do it on regular radio because it's always dangerous when you talk race when you have a microphone in front of your face because yeah. people... I know where your heart is. You know where my heart is. I know yeah. how you think off there. You know how I think off there. And um, I put it this way, I wouldn't do a show with Jeff if you didn't think that that was wrong. You yeah. know? And I've run into people who always find an excuse. How do you know it was Rachel? And I said, hold on a second. You know, just yeah. wait a second. And th- when you start making um, excuses or a defense just because that guy's a police officer. Yeah. Just like I said about people. Not all yeah. good people are, are good guys. Not right. all – all, Whatever race, religion, not all good. You can't sit there with a, a wide brush and say, every cop's a good guy. Every cop's a bad right. guy. It's not; doesn't work that way. That was a bad cop. That guy's yeah. been written up numerous times. He's had numerous complaints against him. The police department said in Minnesota, that is not how we teach. It. No. That, that's 100% not it. The other guys involved, I thought it was an interesting thing with human behavior. Because the other guys around knew he was fucking up. Right. the police officer. That's not how we we were taught in the academy. That's not how we run things. He can't breathe. You got the crowd is starting to lose their shit. Yeah. And you go, well, what do you do? So, you know, I, I'm sitting in front of the conversation with my wife. She goes, oh, I would have uh, would have pushed the cop off him. I go, really? Because you're getting arrested, too. Yeah. And that's what they're all thinking. As soon as I put my hands on the police officer. guess And your what? wife's
1: not a minority.
0: And, and I'm the next guy. I'm the yeah. guy face down in the dirt. right. That's the next move. So you can say you do whatever. Yeah. But guess what? You didn't. The group of people didn't either. No. We all saw him screaming for his mom. We all yeah. said he needed something to drink. We all said he couldn't breathe. It was it was the saddest thing to watch, uh, basically a death right in front of your face. And the, the deal is and people have pointed this out. I know it went through your mind as well. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness we have the phones with the with the video and Incredible, the camera because right? I guarantee you talk to anybody that is saying I've gone through something like this. Uh. Well, say this has been going on for years. You guys are yeah. just waking up right now. And you guys are upset right now, but this is what we've been complaining about.
1: It's uh I mean, look, the lady with the dog at Central Park the guy in the gym today at the office yeah. building in Minneapolis, uh, Floyd. I mean, it's terrible. And look at... I, Dude, the kid in Georgia who's oh, shot, going for a job. Oh, man. I, it's just... It's insane, right? Yep. And and then, like, you see, I, I just... Man, social media, there are times when social media is pretty good. And, and I thought some of the things from people I follow that came out uh, was right when you see yeah. Black Lives Matter and then somebody else says, well, all lives matter. Some guy did that to me. Right. And I'm like, dude, I, I used to be fascinated when I would go to dinner with Jim Trotter and C.S. Keys because I would say I'm not even going to try to act like I know or that I get it, what it's like either being in media or just living the life, walking the path you guys walk versus the path that I walk. Yeah. Because I know as a white male in America, I walk a much clearer path yeah. than they do. The easiest path. A hundred percent. So I would just listen. I would just ask questions. But the thing is, um, when I watch that video uh, is... I think about what it must be like for friends of mine that have been profiled, and what they must feel watching this gentleman yep. go through what he went through, and I it it makes me sick. It breaks my heart. Uh, I think about that family, uh, the whole thing, and you sit there and you go, God, it's just it's insane, man. My the the one thing that I've been really happy about is, you know, my kids. Their mom is fifty uh, percent Persian. My former father in law is from Iran. Hundred percent nuts, but a, <laughs> but an amazing guy. Yeah, dumbest guy in the world, but an amazing guy. He's the first guy today to write "All Lives Matter." I'm like, what are you talking about? Enough out of you. Love the guy to death. Love him to death. He's great. That means my sons are 25% Persian. They're Iranian. You wouldn't know it by looking at them, but I say to them often, when you see discrimination, it's at you. Not at me, Yeah. but it's at you. It's at you, it's at your mom, and it's at your grandfather, and your grandfather's family. Be aware of it. Don't participate in it. By some luck of the draw, their two best friends that they do everything with are black. Yeah. And the other day, my son Jack is telling me, he goes, yeah, you know, my son's 12. Like, I, he goes, you know, we've got to kind of figure it out uh, how the our music band's going to work. Like, I think Ty and I will probably write the music. Dante and Cade will probably write the lyrics, but you know, we're going to have to tour and then we're going to have to get a road manager and an agent and all these things. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. And he goes, but you know what will be great is we'll be like the first kids that'll be like a band playing, on tour. Are they playing instruments? Neither one of them can. <laughs> none of these four can play an instrument. Can't carry a tune in a bucket. I and I they go,
0: tell me one of the black kids, they said we're just going to play drums. Like, remember that guy Sticks in Happy Days? Yes. He never got a line, but he got to play the drums in the back? All the time.
1: <laughs> I go, hang on a second. I go, did you just say you're going to be the first, you know, guys? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, well, for you and Cade, I go, you ever heard of O Town? You ever heard of. Backstreet boys, new kids on the block, right? Dave, who else am I missing? The Beach Boys, the Osmonds. And I said, I tell you what, your two buddies over there are bugging me too. Because I relate much more to the groups. Have they ever heard of Boys to Men? <laughs> they ever hear a new addition? What about musical youth? <laughs> musical youth. I go, What the fuck's going on here? I go, Stevie Wonder was 12 when he recorded Fingertips. You're 12. You can't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> go, what you? But I love it. And I yeah. say to them all the time, I go, I love it. Because you guys are growing up, yeah. the four of you. And the four of you are, as tight as can be, you're close, like brothers. You have been like brothers forever. And I said, I love that. Because I love those dudes. Yeah. And, uh, dude, like one of the nicest things that's ever been said to me in my life didn't even come from my own kids. It came from Ty and Dante, who do not have a relationship with their dad. Oh, no. And they said to Jack and Cade, we view your dad like he's our dad. That's awesome. And I said to him, I go, dude, nobody will ever say anything nicer to me in my life. Yeah. I love those guys. I can fuck with them all the time. They're great. Um, their mom's incredible. It's just a great family. And I, when I th- see things like that, I think about Ty and Dante, yep. who are family to me that are young guys that have a heart of gold, that are entering their teenage years and kind of walking down a path, man, where a lot of guys have been fucked with that have done nothing more than just being born black and it, it dude it scares me it scares me because i love those guys
0: you know you mentioned uh, the social media aspect and, and the thing that i noticed when this whole story broke was that people who watched it looked at it right away from a humanistic point of view they took politics out of it meaning i know yeah. people who are extremely supportive on the right side and people who are extremely supportive on the left side and the the message was the same you know what I mean? Yeah. The, the people that I follow on social media, and I was proud about that. I was yeah. proud that some, nobody wrote anything dumb, basically. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. To the point where I was going to go, fuck, man. Now i got to sit there and say I have no respect for you for the rest of my life because you wrote something dumb. Yeah. I don't want to socialize with you. I don't want to write back and forth with you. I don't want you part of my daily life. And don't yeah. think you're being cute because you can no. talk Dodgers or Padres with me. Yeah. This is bigger than that. And so I was very proud that the people that that I follow, at least, all had the same message. Now, you and I have friends who are police officers, and we have – you think it's bad saying I'm I'm from Minneapolis – how about someone that's married to a cop or someone that right. is a police officer? And you right. go, today is a bad day for all police officers. Just like those guys in L.A. on the 101. Yeah. They weren't the guys in Minneapolis, oh. but they're the ones whose lives were in danger this afternoon. Jim Because people are pissed. Oh, Jim Court, right a, there.
1: Is a family member to us. Yes. He's a member of the CHP. CHP shows up today. They were not involved. And a guy gets a skateboard thrown through yeah. his back window. Right? Yep. All it. The trickle down effect. On everybody that is brave enough to put on that badge should terrify us as well. Yeah. And for me, Dave, I, I it's just you watch the video and you're looking at that cop. You're like, "Fuck, man, get up!" It
0: was like it was almost like slow motion. Yeah, it, 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 you're get sitting up. there going, "This is lasting so long," and you yeah. were, and you were going, "Fuck, man!" It reminded me it was the the movie. But Sp- Spike Lee's do the right thing, but. Yeah. Well, you're sitting there, and that's a movie, and that was horrific. Yeah. This was real life. That was horrific to watch.
1: But, I mean, and you know the sad thing is, Dave, there have been so many of these. Yeah, that's so what I'm saying. Many.
0: Until you see these, now that people have them on their phone, right. we're catching a couple of them.
1: Right. And it's just everything from Missouri to Baltimore to Minneapolis. I hate to say
0: it, almost every city.
1: Right. You can't just say, ah. Well, that's just shit that happens yeah. in Texas. No, yeah. bullshit. Yeah. It it I mean Rodney King's in LA. Yeah. Right? I mean it it's just so no. I I I can't imagine what it is like, but I have so many people that have impacted me in a positive way that have changed my life. Uh including my former girlfriend in London, Patrice even though she married a guy, uh, or Paulette, who married a guy that... Wait, did you just fuck up her name? Patrice was her best friend. Did you, well, were you with both of them? No, just Paulette. But I saw them all the time. They were together. God damn, she had that accent, like uh, like downtown Julie Brown. <laughs>
0: <sighs> did she say wubba,
1: wubba, wubba to you? No, fuck no. She was way above that. But she... Okay, imp- where are you going? Okay, go. God, dude, she changed my life. Fucking kidding me? <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, Pam Greer oh my changed God. my life. <laughs> um, But no, I just, uh, I watch it, man, and you just go, you yeah, know, the sad thing is, Dave, you go, I don't think we're any better. I don't think as a society we've gotten any better no. in any aspect. We're just fucking a bunch of assholes,
0: aren't we? yeah we really don't have a a pulse of when we're when we think we're actually getting better and for me at least and i said it just the other day before this broke out i said i can't remember in my lifetime where it seems like racism Mm. and anti-semitism has ever been worse than right now and that's why and that's why i asked um about sean hannity to you because i didn't i didn't see it this is where to me you can step up to the microphone and you can say the right thing, and you yeah. can end the press conference, and then no one's going to grill you on it because you're 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 basically saying everything everyone wants to hear. Just step up and do the right thing. Hold a press conference saying this is yeah. unacceptable in the greatest country in the world, as the leader of the free world. Basically, this is not okay. But it didn't happen, and that's what it's saying. It's yeah. so it's so fucking frustrating when you have a chance to hit a home run, just hit the fucking home run.
1: Yeah, uh, that was kind of what Cuomo's point was today. As we as we passed. The hundred thousand mark, but like, to me, you go. All right. Well, we haven't seen it at any point in his term to this point. So why would you expect it to happen yeah, tonight? That's
0: it. You're right. But you sit there and you go, dude. Yeah. You, you, you're running out of time. The four yeah. years is almost up. Maybe right. somebody, not be afraid to tell them this could be your moment. You kind of need. Yeah. This would be a very good moment for you right now.
1: But. Again, I, I can't tell you the last time I watched the Hannity show. I, I don't know. So uh, all I'm saying is tonight, on a night when I wanted to hear the story and see what was going on, yeah. I mean, and again, he had Chris Christie on and a few others, right? And when, you, when people Another hear that phony. name... He's a phony. Yeah. But as a former U.S. attorney, hired law enforcement. And so... You go okay. That's a that's a good that's a good educated opinion. And uh, what I felt like Dave in the forty five minutes that I watched that show, which I don't know that I've ever felt watching that show, felt like everybody put their own personal agendas aside and just told the story. Good. And you go well. Fuck. Okay. Good. That was cool. So for him tonight, yeah, uh, it was it was good. Except
0: We're, he had to tell you he's in a karate.
1: Well, he he talked a little bit about about himself, which I liked because I like that shit when people put his training videos online. Holy shit, and all that. But but yeah, I mean tonight, man, for me just personally because it's in my hometown. Like I I didn't I don't want I just wanted to see the story, and he he did a really really good job of of showing it you know i want to i want to point this
0: out because i would try and explain this side of things for the last few years and and still it seems like i'm talking into the wind yeah the part where nfl players took a knee okay when kaepernick did it and other guys did it and i would tell you because people want to attack they hate the the united states of america
1: yeah military i
0: I go in yeah they don't respect the military i go in in these locker rooms all the time this is what i do on sundays and you know what? I've talked to guys who have broken down in tears in front of me Say, no, this, what I'm talking about is equal rights. Everybody right. deserves an equal opportunity. It's that's all what, it's ever been. That's what this country is about. That's what it's ever, it's always been. Yeah. And when people want to sit there and make it something it isn't, I'm telling you, firsthand knowledge of people telling me of what's happening. Jim Trotter has told you firsthand, this yeah. is what's going on in the locker room. This is not what you guys think it is because it's it's great and it's sexy to sit there and say, look at them disrespecting the military. This is exactly what those guys were taking the knee 100%. for. Hundred
1: uh, percent. Like I, I thought whoever put that picture up that said which knee bothers yeah. you more it was great. Yeah, and you should look at it. But, but Dave, the problem is there will people that don't want to look past the second layer of the onion. They like the story, the way the story has developed in their head, which is Kaepernick and anybody, uh, any of his buddies. <laughs> They all hate the military. They're thugs. And you go, no, that's not what the story is. The story is he took a need to bring attention to stories like what we saw in Minneapolis. And dozens, if not hundreds of more examples around the country that as a young black man, he had a platform to say this isn't right. Yeah. to what is happening to my brothers and sisters across the country isn't right. And it's incredibly sad that so many people refuse to go, wow, good on him for doing it, including the entire league.
0: Let me ask you this question here. Uh-huh. Uh, um, you ever, as I said, you can't, you paint basically a, an entire group with the broad brush, whether you know whatever color they are yeah. or religion they are. Are you ever afraid that people are going to start painting you, me, anyone else, your kids with the broad brush going, they're white, they're dangerous, you can't trust them?
1: Oh, God, no. Oh that's funny?
0: Oh, see, I, 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 that, that's why I'm like, well, eventually people are going to go, I'm not going to trust any white guys. If I'm a minority, I'm like, I don't know if I can trust that white guy. Oh, I see what you're saying.
1: Um, Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think we do anything that gives anybody cause no, for concern. You,
0: you don't, but at, at the same but, time. A lot of black guys don't do anything gives you cause for concern, yet they seem to get the short end of the stick.
1: Dude, it's unbelievable. That's what I'm saying, there was man. I was
0: walking down the street this morning. Yeah. Okay. Going for a walk this morning, and a guy about my size walking opposite of me. Mm-hmm. It's six, seven o'clock in the morning. And I said, good morning. How you doing? And I, just like I say to every single person that passes me, mm-hmm. straight face. Right. Wouldn't mm-hmm. answer me back. And the, and we're the only two guys on the street.
1: But that happens a lot. People are just assholes. Not around
0: here. Not in this neighborhood. You well know, it did today. Yeah, it did. Welcome today. Welcome to reality. And buddy. you know what? That's what I'm saying. You're, I felt like that was, hey, fuck off.
1: Do you think it's because he knew you're Jewish? I think he,
0: he didn't like Jews and he didn't fuck. like the fact I know somebody from Minnesota.
1: You son of a bitch. That's you right. take that back. I
0: think it's because I got fucking roped in with you.
1: <laughs> you take that back. Dude, I I just I mean, right? Dave, when you're you're walking, and, and I'm not even trying to be funny or flip. You're walking down the sidewalk. Do people purposely cross to the other side of the street when you're walking? Like, that happens. With the
0: coronavirus, it's different because well, people yeah, do. But, but this saying, no, this guy didn't. No. No. no.
1: It happens, yeah. man. It happens. It does. And it's just like, I, I just think what these videos have done is reminded us all how blatant it is. Yeah. But the frustrating thing is, does anybody feel like, okay, well, now change is going to happen? Yeah. Does anybody sincerely feel that way? Do any of us, as outraged as we are, as sick as we are when we watch this guy that was accused of passing a bad check, gets murdered on the street? Yeah. Uh, uh, Right? But does anybody look at that video and go, oh, yeah, this is going to change? Um, I'm mind blanking on the, the guy's name. The guy who was choked out, the big guy on the sidewalk that was choked out, had done nothing, was standing there minding his own business. They murdered him yep. on a sidewalk. Right? Uh, how many of these things? The guy who's I, in his car. God, I feel like this was in Minneapolis, too. The guy who was a passenger in his car that his girlfriend is filming and he gets murdered. Yeah, in the card, the guy's hands are at his side. Oh my God! Yeah, it's just it's it's too many things, right? You yeah. see, I mean, look, the school shootings. Ah, oh, we're outraged. Our thoughts and prayers. Nothing fucking happens anymore. We don't do anything, and, and that's the frustrating thing. We just we just sit back and wait for somebody else to act, and and I mean. I, we used to say it on a much smaller scale regarding the city of San Diego and what happened with the Chargers. And I, I going back to what you were saying with the Kaepernick thing, it's the same deal, right? I, I love when people try to tell me exactly what happened. You're like, all right, well, like it's not even worth yes. the, the effort to tell them the 25 different ways they're wrong. But it's the problem that we've had in this city, and now you realize that it's really across the country. We don't have enough people that act. We just have people that react. Yeah. And that's frustrating, and that's probably one of the main reasons why things don't appear like they're going to change anytime soon. And it's sad, and it should be scary, and it should be scary for all parents, right? I agree. Because you go, man, my kids are 12. Yeah. What's it going to be like when it's 18? But as concerned as I am for Jack and Cade, uh, I'm thinking about my my buds Ty and Dante tonight, and what they're 13 and 12. What's life going to be like for them in five short years? I have no idea. man.
0: You like to think in California that we're so far ahead of the other states, don't yeah, you? Yeah. You like you like to believe that. Yeah, but and, and, but it's not always the case. I mean, it's no. It just It's just not always the case. It's um, Again, it was a terrible story, and I hate to say it. It's not the last one. We're going to see another one, I'm sure, in the next three months. And just the way it's been going for the longest time. It doesn't
1: bring George Floyd back, but don't you have to wonder, Dave? We used to say this about Robert Blake or O.J. or others that – they what is their life like that guy i mean the woman in central park yeah. right this she guy got fired yeah yeah it's good yeah but that guy his immediate family his kids the impact on all of them right i mean this guy tonight in minneapolis that i was telling you about filming the three guys in the gym man i'll tell you what the thing i love on social media the woman in Central Park, the guy in the gym in Minneapolis tonight, or in the business uh, in the office building, personal gym. Yeah, man, it doesn't take long for them to track down who you are and where you work. Yeah, and they're and and I don't mind that. There's a little part of me I like vigilante justice. Me and Charles Bronson are cut <laughs> from the same thread.
0: If you watch, if you put it this way, the lady in Central Park who accused the guy of, of basically, yeah. Um, getting in her way, and he was doing weird things, and she's screaming into the phone, and he was, you know- While t- choking the dog? Yeah, yeah, and she's sitting there making all these accusations. If I'm the 911 operator, and I'm yeah. listening to this call, I'm sitting there repeating, you got to get there fast. There's a lady right. in distress. And guess what? If that guy's not with his phone- Right. He's in deep shit. Right. He's in deep shit.
1: Yeah. He's, that. that's it, yeah. man. You're going to believe her 100%. Well, I'll I'll say this. One of the things that we've talked a lot about on this show is from an athlete's perspective, you hate social media and you hate cell phones because you feel like everybody's looking for that gotcha moment, right? That you can't relax. Well, what's a negative to them should be a positive for the rest of us because you have it right there. I mean, you have the security cameras from the businesses in front of Minneapolis uh, from that Minneapolis street, you have the the guys filming this guy, you know, basically verbally assaulting him yeah. in, in the office building gym. That woman in Central Park, whether it's the lady going into the Gelson's market or anybody else that we've seen, right? Yep. Where it's just like, the video tells the story. And it used to be he said, she said, not anymore, but... It would be fantastic if you felt like ultimately it was leading to chains. I'm not so sure it will.
0: No, no, it, it is. And again, we aren't going to spend uh, the whole night. We've spent. But one thing, quick though, minutes, did, yeah, well,
1: yeah. I mean, you know, we'll, we'll get to.
0: I mean, I know. I'm saying we, we'll, we'll entertain you a little bit. We'll get to some fun stuff. But but yeah, it's go the ahead.
1: great thing about being here. It's the story that's going on. Um, but that guy, that cop in Minnesota, he's probably mid fifties, right? Yeah. Don't you think? He's yeah. probably mid-50s. Where does that guy go? He's going to prison. He Well, good. Yeah. yeah you know what? I mean, that's a great point. I mean, that's you know what? It's a great point. I mean, he's thinking in his
0: mind, yeah. I'm probably a few years away from retirement.
1: Yeah. No, it's a great point. You're exactly right. That's exactly he's right. He's
0: going to prison for what? Murder too, right? I mean, it's it's not premeditated. He didn't wake up in the morning and say, I'm going to kill this guy, but he's going to prison oh, for murder. Now, what good. happens to the other three guys?
1: Uh, they should all go to Accessory for murder? Yeah.
0: They didn't do jack shit.
1: Yeah, that I mean that's that's what you need. Yeah, I mean that's exactly what. That's what, you what need. this
0: country wants right now. They want oh, to see yeah. these guys pay the fucking price. Yeah. Not just you're fired.
1: Fired's not good enough. No, no, you're right. You know what? I'm so used to these guys just being able to slither off into the darkness. I, I, you're exactly right. That's where they all. Yeah, doesn't bring them back. Um, Have fun in prison.
0: Oh, fuck. Guess what? You're not going to be in an all-white jail. Go ahead. Nope. You're going to be a bitch. (laughs) I mean, I hate to laugh, but you know what? Good. As you said, you love when justice happens. So do I.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Vigilante, man. Eye for an eye. Well, I'll I'll tell you the other thing. Maybe that, Dave, maybe that where you have a trial and those guys go away, uh, maybe that sends a message. Right. Yeah. To people around the country to go. Yeah, I don't think I want to do that. I don't think I want that to be the way my life ends, that I'm on my way to San Quentin because I I couldn't manage my authority.
0: Exactly right.
1: Yeah. No, that would be. No, you're right. I'm I'm so busy thinking about it. You're exactly right. They I mean, you got to assume, man. God damn it! You got to hit
0: them harder because the whole world, whole United States is watching.
1: Well, the thing that concerns me is for any of us that go to jury duty, right? What do we do when we get there? How the fuck long am I going to have to be here? And then you look around and you're the only guy who will understand this reference, but it's for you. Looks like 40 people that are distant relatives of junior samples from he Haw. And you're like, fuck, do I want these guys deciding my future? Remember that fucking guy? Yes. Do I want these assholes just decide my future, right? Yeah. There will be, I mean, there will be so much intense scrutiny on the jury that's selected for that case, and they better fucking get it right. They better fucking get it right. Because if they don't, then we're just all fucked again. No, you're right, Dave. that That's the one thing that has to happen, and it should happen quick, even though I know courts take forever. Get those fuckers in there, find them guilty, and ship them off and go off to Stillwater State Prison.
0: And I tell you what, you get it right, and guess what it gives everybody in the state of Minnesota a chance to say, see, we aren't all bad guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Minnesota has to get it right. And that this this is a chance to kind of and, yeah. and Noah doesn't bring him back to his family that lost lost a family member and and of course his kids their his kids who lost a dad but it's one of those the man it's easy to send make a the right decision to, to send a message
1: send a message and then uh, yeah go check in about five weeks in go do a jailhouse interview hey how you doing see see what he looks like yeah no see what. Shit. See what he he looks like. See if he's still got that arrogant little smug smirk. I bet he doesn't. <laughs> I bet he is missing some teeth. Shit. <laughs> you, you guys doing you guys doing bull riding competitions in here? <laughs> God damn! You guys reenacting eight seconds oh that gosh. great Luke Perry movie, <laughs> Stephen Baldwin, <laughs> part of the prison uh, theater community? No. No. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that guy, man. Fucking.
0: All right. I, I got to ask you a baseball question. All right. Let me to change a little bit because you called me today in the middle of the day, which you normally don't do because you're mm-hmm. usually busy running around. And you said the Padres are the only team willing to step up out of 30 teams.
1: Right. Now tell the story. A uh, great story today from, I think, a guy who was our intern. We didn't even know John Browner was our intern. Which is great, because you're fucking racist. Because he's only 6'8". Sorry, JB. Yeah, (laughs) Browner. Uh, Allie Wagner was an intern for us. Yeah, we got the guy from NFL Network. Omar. Yep. Um, But I think Kyle Glazer uh, from Baseball America was an intern for us too, right? You remember him? Yeah. Great dude. Kyle wrote today... That the Padres, the way I read it, yeah. the Padres are the first team, while the Oakland A's, by the way, are cutting uh, money, yeah. Padres are paying minor leaguers all the way through. They have not made any staff changes. They haven't furloughed anybody is the way the story wrote, uh, read. And according to either Dennis Lynn or to Kyle, uh, major credit goes to A.J. Preller. Who, now again, wow. it didn't say that, th- in fairness to Pete Seiler or to Ron, it just said that AJ Preller was a driving force behind the ownership making the decisions they made. And I thought it was great. I really did. I thought it was great because you, like me, have friends in baseball that are not sure what's going to happen. Yeah. And I like the fact that our, our team, uh, is stepping up and doing the right thing. i I like that. You know
0: what's interesting about that to me is there are teams like the Padres who obviously, their best players, at least the future of this organization, are in the minor leagues. Mm-hmm. So you don't have – my, here's my question for you.
1: Well, Tatis it, is probably yeah, the number one yeah, guy. Yeah, but you
0: aren't going to win a championship with one guy. you got to develop all those guys down below. I
1: got it, but uh, the number one guy, the face of that franchise is, is – Tatis. Yeah.
0: yeah. And so here you go. You have all these guys that everybody talks about because I think they're number two or three as far as top minor league system. I, yeah, I know the Rays are, The Razor one. So you have uh, the Padres, and you're going to pay these guys. Does this mean that they're going to work out? Like, what happens to these guys? Because most minor league baseball players have been told there's no season. Yeah. And so if there's a major league baseball season, the talk is you would have you know f- certain guys on the roster, and then you'd have certain guys down mm-hmm. below, one minor league team, basically, yeah. because in case of an injury, you, you bring them up. And then there are those guys that you go, well – this guy is such a big part of our immediate future in the next few yeah. years, but he's not a major leaguer right now. You would put him on that roster so he doesn't sit out a year. Do you understand what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, sure. So for the Padres, would they say, hey, we're not going to just have 25 guys working out. Since we're going to pay all of them, we're going to have the entire minor league system basically I don't think working. baseball would let them do that. That's my question. So yeah. here's the deal. You're going to step up and pay them. Mm-hmm. If no one else is paying them, why would you pay them? the right thing to do. Look, what are you paying for? You yeah. don't you aren't you, you're you're supposed to be providing a service. No. You're yes.
1: you're fuck
0: you. Oh, really? Yeah, I just said it. Really cuz 29 teams that well, do it God, a lot better than the fucking
1: team. Padres don't do it right. Yeah, they don't. So, oh my gosh. They they watch your wallet. That's horrible. I didn't see big Magic Johnson.
0: Magic can afford it, but he's not going to cuz no. it's not the smart business move. Because oh, you got to pay for a Mookie. Oh, listen to you! You got to pay for when Mookie. When are you on?
1: When are you on the big business show with Sully? Uh, he's I can't asked, wait to hear that show. He's asked. <laughs> he's asked. They did the right thing. These guys I, I don't think have.
0: You'd, I think it would be better off, no joke. If you said we aren't going to pay you, and you filed for EDD, I no, think you can make but, more money.
1: But the the A's employees. That was the story tonight on the Athletic. Is that the A's employees aren't able to do that? For whatever, there's some catch in the system. Dave, that was the knock against the A's that that these guys, for whatever reason, um, and I'll have to look at it. I'll try to look at it before we come uh, back down here Sunday night. But there was, it wasn't so much about San Diego, but it was like a lot of negativity towards Oakland.
0: Yeah, because the owner's worth $4 billion.
1: Right. And, and not paying people out. I loved it, man. You can complain all you want. It's so why 97.3 will never call you. <laughs> I'm not standing by waiting for them to call they were Yep. Well, you're not filling in. You're, oh, oh you're, no. Your Friday night show. No showing.
0: way. I'm not going to get that gift card to fucking Golden Corral. Your Friday night trade? show with
1: Brayden is fucking oh, DOA. Shit. Good job.
0: Fuck. Let me stop the tape and see if I can roll this back no, and act like I didn't say Too what I said. Oh, no fuck. No chance
1: of filling in with Pete Gray. Shit. I'm not getting
0: my goddamn Dairy Queen. Fuck.
1: You're not. You're not, not gonna going get to get a trade that out for working three hours? Shit. Nope. No chance a fucking coach calls you to talk Padre history. Oh, damn it. One more shift to Bob Chandler's, smart guy. <laughs> Way to go, you shithead. Oh, damn it. Yeah, Put my big, foot in my mouth I know again. you did. Oh, How'd you fuck. figure it out? That's horrible. Why are you such an asshole? Jesus. Jesus. Just sit there with your Kirk Gibson pillow and think about how great life used to be in 88, you dumb fuck.
0: Speaking of 97.3, yeah. Paul's getting married this weekend, all right? It's yeah. this weekend, not, not last weekend. I'm buying
1: him a fucking gift. Oh my God. You're such a fucking kiss-ass. Because he
0: said on there, I'm registered, meaning, hey, I need gifts.
1: Great. So was I. What did he fucking send me? You weren't
0: registered. No, I wasn't. Okay, fuck off. Fuck <laughs> off. He, did he it. literally said, we are registered. So I'm like, fuck. When he said that on there, I'm like, holy shit.
1: I'm supposed to be watching this wedding. Am I supposed to buy a gift? No. I sent him a gift. Well, that was nice. See, I'm going to get him a $50 Amazon gift card. That's what he's registered for. How many? I don't know. I just got him one. It said on,
0: it said on the first thing the in the corner. you
1: take my idea? Right. <laughs> I <laughs> already did it,
0: you asshole. Because uh, my wife's like, "We'll just go bring it over." I go, "No." Do you understand? Bring it over. I go, "Do you understand the whole point of a virtual wedding? Is that with no contact? We'ren't bringing any gifts over." And she's in charge of the youth, Chula Vista. She goes, "It's too cold. Just sending a goddamn gift card." I'm going, "Number one on the box. What do you want me to do?"
1: Gift cards are great. Buy your own shit.
0: That's what I did. I gave him basically. I gave him fifty bucks. He asked for fifty bucks. I gave him fifty bucks
1: you need all that money for? It's going to get in trouble. <laughs> he works with Woods. He's the supply. Oh, yeah.
0: Woods says, go out and get me a carton of smokes. Who do you all think pays time. for that shit? Oh, shit. That's right. So here's my question. You're going to watch this thing. I know you will,
1: right? I, well, listen. Oh, fuck. Are you trying to get out of it? No, I'll tell you what. I was under the impression the wedding was last Saturday. Oh, so now it's his fault. Well, if I can finish, I believe I have the floor. Oh. So on Friday night, last week, I took time out of my night with my son, who's sick with long hair, (laughs) nothing wrong with him. and I set an alarm for 4.55 the next day, PM. Said to my son, Kate, I go, look, whatever we fucking do tomorrow, we got to be ready because I got 20 bucks that this fucking guy doesn't lose his shit. And everybody else, including his beautiful bride, say he's fucking done. So I'm the only guy in his corner. I'm the only guy who believes in him. And uh, so I put this tweet up. And then, you know, the groom. Yeah. Hey, I get married next week. Hey, sorry that I have a life going on. (laughs) So... While I'm sitting here and acting like I'm going to protest, there's no fucking chance I'm going to miss that thing. I got Good. 20 bucks riding on this. Good. Well, one of us is only going to
0: pay $30 for a gift card, basically. Right.
1: <laughs> and uh, if he lose, are we able to comment?
0: No, they asked you to turn your mic off. They asked you to mute it out.
1: Yeah, no, I'll mute my mic yeah. out. But I'm, oh, and Woods is officiating.
0: Yeah. I'm leaving my mic on while Woods is officiating. Because if he just makes it about him, I'm like, today, move on, not about you. I'm just going to scream it through the fucking computer. What story is he going
1: to drag in there that Paul and Megan don't want to hear? Ah, fuck. He's going to go
0: on about, hey, it's great you're getting married, but if you don't ask him to help you move because I don't do that shit. Something about him.
1: When I was at 94.9, it was unbelievable. I had the chance to go backstage with Fish. You guys all know Fish. P-H-I-S-H.
0: Dude, fish is the ultimate worst of all time, by the and way. And then I had a
1: <laughs> Paul, looking at you right now, it reminds me of what Liam Gallagher wrote. And you're like, fuck! Dude, get if, to it! Is it's gonna cry? Night.
0: Nah, he's not going to
1: cry. dude. If,
0: he's going to make us cry. If Paul mentions Soundgarden, Woods will cry.
1: Oh, shit! <laughs> now we're talking! <laughs> if Paul gets... No, all you know what Paul's got to do? Paul's got to mention the big gray wolf from Dallas. <laughs> oh, God. he's such an impact on me. No. But the good thing is, what I like about it... See, here's why I like you and me watching this thing. Yeah. I like it because Woods fucking knows we're back here Sunday night. And we're judging him. We're 100% judging him. And by the way hand job we don't fucking judge on a we don't grade on a curve you better be fucking good you better be good, oh, because Ben will be like ben won't even be awake oh yeah, you're good you're good oh, we're not we don't we don't suffer fools on this show. you better fucking bring it oh my gosh. I'm not so sure Paul cries.
0: I'll be honest with you. I thought he was, but I, I talked to him for a brief second through text messaging today. Yeah, you're going to owe me 20? I think he's just ready for it to be over. I think he's like just too tired to cry. Like tired he's not even to hear half the shit of anything. Works
1: three hours a day.
0: He's not tired from woods. He's tired sitting there dealing with getting a wedding together. I don't know. I don't think he falls apart. I'll take, I'll still, I'm not backing out of the bed. I'm just saying, look, I think look, this guy is like, just get it the fuck over. I have, have no to, emotion left in this thing in me anymore.
1: You don't have to book a church. You don't have anybody releasing the maws that are going to die. You know, Disappointing Joseph's not playing. <laughs> like, What the fuck you got to be worried about? you go stand over there in the living room. Make sure, you got all, <laughs> make sure all the laundry is off the couch. Are, where are they getting
0: married in someone's house?
1: I didn't even think about this.
0: Where are they getting married?
1: Uh, Dave, that's all part of the mystique.
0: Okay, here's the other question for you. Yeah. What do you wear?
1: Um, oh, oh, that's great.
0: Um, I asked someone today who's not a part of this wedding, and yeah. I said, just curious, what do you wear? And they said, you wear a, a tie or you wear a nice shirt. I go, what? I go, I'm just on the other side of the computer screen. What oh, the dude? fuck are you talking about? Not oh, them. I'm, I'm talking about you and me. Oh, fuck
1: nothing. <laughs> I mean like this. Dude, I'm not moving dude, around. Dude, go bathrobe. Oh, I'm not even, I'm not going to be home. <laughs> go Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield. Just with your dong hanging out. <laughs> What's up, Lipkin? <laughs> Whoa! Look who's here. <laughs> it's my plus one. <laughs> um, no, why? Nobody. I can just watch this right? on my phone, right? Yeah, no problem. I'm gonna be out, yeah, fucking dude, yeah. I I can't believe you already fucking sandbagged me into getting a gift, but I'm happy <laughs> to do that because I like these two so much. <laughs> you did know. completely. They're gonna know. They're not gonna say. They wouldn't have said shit if you weren't such a fucking kiss ass. Uh, he You're talked gonna, about it on there. It means he wants a gift. He was begging he for it. Fuck. What else is on that list?
0: Chairs. Like you. Could Chairs. Get a, you can get stuff like thirty four bucks on that list. Yeah. You'd but to he's go gotta 50. go
1: pick him up, right? No, Amazon delivers it right to him. Oh, I like that. All right. Where's the fucking it's part of the Evite, yeah, right?
0: I didn't even know. But yeah, it's part of the Evite. Just scroll down.
1: All right. I can do that.
0: And you can or you can get shit at Target. It's Target or Amazon.
1: But it's all delivered?
0: It's all delivered right to him. But you think you're out
1: twenty bucks?
0: Yeah, I don't think he cries. I just I think I think he's gonna toughen up for you. I, I think if it was two weeks ago. Yeah, he might have been fucked. Now I just think he's like, fuck it. Let's get this over with. That's what it sounds like. He's just like, I'm tired of Woods talking about it. I'm tired of dealing with it. I just want it fucking over with. Well, you're the guy who set the date. All right. Yeah. If you would have got married when you were ready, I think you would have
1: cried. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. I
0: think that's the way it was going to go.
1: Get this going. Uh, Son of a bitch. I mentioned disappointing Joseph. Yeah. Shout out to our friend, Tad Ryan. Lead singer. Uh, By the way, did we even ever put together that disappointing Joseph initials DJ like the Dave and Jeff show? No, I didn't know. Love that dude. Sends me a text last night. He goes, Hey, I'm sitting here. Gimme Shelter comes on. And he goes, I'm wondering, are they ever going to say anything? And then I realize, Oh shit, it's the song, not the podcast. (laughs) Ah, fuck, man. I love those dudes. That's funny. Uh, and while all of this is going on, so many people impacted by it. We go back. My office opens Monday. Yeah, my wife goes back to work Monday. Really? Now, we're only open um, in the office. My team is in Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Okay. Uh, and then home Thursday, Friday. And then hopefully at some point in the not too diffu- uh, not-too-distant future we are we're back to 5 days. Dave, I'm so happy just to see the guys on my team again. Yeah. Because they're just it's great. I was in the office yesterday and I don't know, I wonder how many of you feel that way when you go back in, you go, "Ah, oh, this is nice." It'll be weird. Sunday night Sunday night show will be about 45 minutes. <laughs> Cause I got to get up on Monday. Are we going
0: Sunday. Or we're going Monday. I think you said we're. Going we'll go Monday Sunday. And, okay. You want to go back to Sundays?
1: Yeah, we'll go back to Sunday. Cause now that I'm back to work, we'll go back to Sunday and Wednesday. But, but like my our boys, disappointing Joseph, that have done such a great job and played so many places around town and were part of Katie Temple's event. We're such an amazing part of our event, and I can't wait till I start seeing those guys being booked around town again hopefully that's coming soon man they deserve it and and any of you that have been impacted by this your jobs man I am I know Dave feels the same way we're hoping uh, that the call comes and you guys are able to get back to work because I know a lot of you furlough or unemployment may have worked out but I know y'all want to get back and hopefully that happens soon (laughs)
0: Hey, want to mention Dan Williams. Dan's your guy right now to help you with your finances. Look, as Jeff just said, a lot of people going back to work. Figure out what's going to happen with yourself the rest of the year. 2020 has been terrible, the first six months. Hopefully, it'll be a little bit better. Things will change. Kind of get an idea of what you're doing with your money. Most importantly, you want to be debt free. You get out of debt, you get out of renting, you get out of basically throwing money away, and you start putting your money towards the future. We start building off that money. And the best way to do it, of course, is by being able to afford a home. Dan can walk you through the process. It's easy. 858-688-6813, 858-688-6813.
1: Man, Dave, I found the solution to all of our music problems, especially those of you that are still holding on to your tickets for Pearl Jam. Cash it out, right? Take that 600 bucks back, put it in the bank, and if you go to their website, Pearl Jam does a very cool thing. They sell bootleg CDs from different concerts that they have performed. So tonight, driving down here, I was enjoying the concert from November 2013 that took place right here in San Diego. There you go. So instead of paying 600, I paid 21 bucks. Put that 580 in the bank. Man, I'm telling you, there is such a Difference in your whole uh, mojo, for lack of a better word, from when you are in debt to when you're out of debt. And believe me, I only want to stay where I am right now, where you don't owe anybody money. Dan can help you get there because the rents in this town are insane. Yep. You have to be able to buy a house, you just have to be able to do it because, yes, it's going to be your house, but think about what you can do for your kids. You're setting up their future as well. 858 688 6813. Brian Curry is your guy to find that perfect
0: home as well. Just spoke to Brian a couple hours ago. We talk about it all the time, which way the market is going. Things are loosening up. Mm-hmm. Basically, things are going to start really moving in the next couple weeks. And then, of course, throughout the year, Brian Curry will walk you through that process as well. He'll find that perfect home for you, the perfect neighborhood, the one at the great school system. What are you waiting for? Brian's number is 619 619- 251 1588. 619 251 1588.
1: Dave, I figured it out. I'm going to buy one of those tiny houses. <laughs> 111 square feet. going to be absolutely great. Spacious. Be awesome. I'll have to go 100 yards to the north to make dinner and 200 yards to the south to brush my teeth. <laughs> but other than that, it'll be perfect. I'll have to go to my neighbor's house to watch the game. But 111 square feet of pure bliss will be mine. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's crazy right now with everything going on because we're not really sure what's going to happen with the market, where the interest rates are going to be. Are they going to go up? Are they going to stay down? Uh, But when you're ready to go, whether you're looking to buy or you're looking to sell, the guy who's going to steer you through it Is uh, Brian Curry. He's our Sig Hansen. It's like we're in the deadliest catch and we're out in the Bering Sea, right? When you watch that show, you watch some of these guys and you're like, I don't want this dipshit steering the ship. And then all of a sudden here comes Sig and you're like, that's my guy. Well, when you're steering through the housing market of the Bering Sea, there's only one guy you want at the helm, and that's my man Brian Curry. Call him, tell him Dave and Jeff sent you.
0: Absolutely, Alan Taylor will put that perfect pool in that backyard for you. Taylor Made Pools is the way to go for that perfect pool, whether it's a new pool in new construction or if it's one of those where you have a pool but it's a wreck. Guess what? He can fix that for you as well. Make sure you call Alan Taylor with Taylor Made Pools at 619-449-4452,
1: 619-449-4452. How many people have looked at social media? And there's two types of people. Actually, there's three types of people. There are the people that are absolutely freaking out, going crazy, posting pictures because their hair is going gray. (laughs) Then there's people in the middle that are just kind of toeing the line and trying to get through and maybe posting pictures of their dog. And then there's the people all the way to the right that are not even sure that a pandemic's going on. You know who those people are? Those are all people camped out in their own pool. <laughs> they all have a cold beer in their hand. They're all relaxing. Another Tuesday in paradise. And they're all relaxing in a pool. So I tell you what, if you're in group one or group two, you better bring your tired act over to group three. And the only way to do that is call Alan Taylor. This fucking guy. I don't even is he still working? Guy's got more retirement pictures in the pool. <laughs> Man. Al Taylor lives the life we all he dream does. of, and you can live it, too, with a brand-new tailor-made pool. Go to our website, DaveAndJeffShow.com. Take a look for yourself. You'll see what he's done for others, and he can do it for you, too.
0: Speaking of our website, Kyle Pfluger is the one that put it together for us. Kyle Pfluger did Jeffshow.com, also Jake'sProjects.org. He can make the perfect website for you, whether it's one of those for personal use or if you're trying to build a business or fix a business, 619 500 6621 619-500-6621. We
1: are still taking signups for Cut for a Cause. The challenge is going to be, and admittedly, this is it, I, I just don't know, Dave, what the restrictions are going to be on trying to put an event like this together. It's so different than what it was 10 years ago because as you're looking at the limitations that are going on for hair salons and everybody else coming back, we are still have every intention of putting this together but if logistics say we're not able to do it until april of 2021 then we may have to say so don't All right. cut
0: it <laughs>
1: yeah we may have to say okay uh it was a great idea here's where you can donate but yeah. if you are interested we would like you to sign up you can do it at dave and jeff for cut for a cause we can gauge how many people we have before making a decision the other thing that we would like you to do there is is make a donation to the Ronald McDonald House. That money will stay right here in San Diego as we raise money for them. We could not be bigger fans for what they do for the families of young kids that are just the sweetest and toughest kids in the world. Uh, Make a small donation to the Ronald McDonald House. You can do it right there at DaveAndJeffShow.com. While you're there, take a look at the website and see the amazing job Kyle Pfluger did for us. He can do the same for you.
0: All right, here we go. How old are they and how much are they worth? It? Believe it or not, there's only one from May 27th, but some great ones on May 26th. So All I'm right. going to give you the one from May 27th first. It is Lisa Left Eye Lopes.
1: Fuck. Lisa Left Eye Lopes. Why did there, she, she died in a car accident? Yeah,
0: she died in a car accident. Damn. Would she have been 50? She would have been 49. Oh, damn. Really close. 25 million. $5 million. See,
1: I That's feel like she says. was probably worth more than that. Yeah, well, I
0: know. That's why you said she $25 cool. million. Yeah. Well, I, the reason I left that one in there is because you saw the other guys the other day, you said, with your kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Michael Keaton sitting there just as he's talking, <laughs> he kept using lyrics from his songs as <laughs> <Yeah>. motivation.
1: <laughs> that movie's great. <laughs> my, uh, It was funny. I was looking at the. My kids told me, uh, they said, yeah. We watched other guys again with mom the other night. I go, yeah? She said it's the dumbest movie she'd ever seen. I go, she laughed? My son goes, oh, yeah. She laughed during the whole thing. I go, let me tell you something. (laughs) I go, let me tell you a true story about your mom. I go, when you guys were about two or three, we were at the mall. And I said, hey, let's play this game. Let's point out ugly babies. (laughs) (laughs) And she said, you know, that's horrible. I can't even imagine that you thought something like that. And within about two minutes, she pointed out two kids. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. So I go, that's who your mom is. I laugh at movies like that and I enjoy them. Other guys was incredibly underrated. That's yeah. a funny fucking movie. Okay.
0: All right. Here we go. May, this is for May 26th.
1: Oh, I'm nervous. Okay.
0: John Wayne. John Wayne, the Duke.
1: I love that clip of him throwing that little fucker in the pond. Yeah, no,
0: you play it all the time. It's funny as shit. I love the clip that Stern plays of celebrities at their worst. Yeah. Where he's giving a speech at USC, and he's drunk I, off oh, his yeah. ass. Oh,
1: <laughs> yeah. The Duke. Duke was, I'm going to say the Duke would be 110. <laughs> 113. Shit. Dude,
0: remember he's on that USC tape, and he's just, like, slurring, these he's like, I don't know, it's just re goddamn ridiculous. He <laughs> You know he's carrying the shit out of every kid in the room. He was great, man. <laughs> um, ten million. Oh my gosh, the Duke is worth fifty million dollars. Yeah, yeah.
1: But like, is that? I remember I don't at know, the time.
0: I don't know at the time. Ta- the time it was probably ten. Now it's fifty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, it doesn't. I don't. I don't have it. Do you know who Scott Disick is?
1: Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, yeah. He's married to my girl, right?
0: Well, he used to be with Courtney, but yeah, they aren't married anymore. But yeah. Mm,
1: Forty-four.
0: Thirty-seven.
1: Oh, shit. Okay. This guy, this is going to be one that's going to make people hit the steering wheel when they hear this, right? I'm going to say he's worth $4 million. $20 million. What the fuck? $20 million. What did he do to make $20 million? Did he make that from that show?
0: Dude, from the show and his parents passed away a few years ago. They, did they, they They had money back in New York. They had money. And he also does all these goddamn appearances in Vegas and shit all the time.
1: Oh, yeah. Just
0: from the fucking show.
1: Do you think, how much of that do you think... Uh, I watched your Bar Rescue the other day. It was on? Really? Yeah. That's funny. And it was funny. They had a few of the San Diego ones. We'll get, to, okay. we'll get back to it in a second. But, like, Dave, that lady, you know, I say it to my kids all the time, Taffer, I, I can't watch this anymore. I'm going in. Like, the show's all full of shit, right? Like, yeah. I get it that the bars are struggling. Yeah. But if you're watching an average bar... They're just pouring drinks and washing glasses and ringing in sales. You'd be sitting out there for four hours. It's amazing how the half hour that he watches every night is a complete clusterfuck. Like, it's just everything's going down the drain. Thank God John happened to be here tonight or we'd be done.
0: You know what? It was, it was, Costa and I were there for like four hours.
1: Yeah. How many, how many, um, this is what I meant to ask. Yeah. How many Manhattans did you guys actually drink? Oh, shit. Probably about four or five. I didn't have what Costa had.
0: Costa have the Manhattan. Or I think I I, one of us had an old fashioned, and one of old us had fashion. an old fashioned. I had a Manhattan, and so the one I had was fine. They the,
1: told you to order, right? They
0: told us what to order, so we had the earpiece in our ear, telling us what to order. And, and maybe I had the earpiece, and Mike didn't. But but we were we had a microphone on that picked up Mike when Mike would talk. Yeah. And then the you know Taffer comes in, and
1: how many times does he come in?
0: Once. Only once. One time while we were there. And he loses his shit. Okay? Yeah. And he's right next to me. And yeah, I'm watching. He, and I'm starting to laugh because he's like over the top like yelling, you yeah. know, and I'm starting to try not to laugh, but I'm starting to laugh. <clears throat> but the the best part, they didn't even show this in the fucking show. The best part of the show is when they take the bottle off the back shelf that Mike's been drinking out of.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And they go, what the hell is this doing out? Why is it on the shelf? And they go, well, it's been on the shelf. They go, how long has it been on the shelf? It's just like six months. And he takes his phone, and he takes the flashlight from the phone and puts it under the bottle, and it is filled with the bugs, dude.
1: Like fruit flies, you could yeah. said, right?
0: and Mike's been eat, drinking that shit. And I said to Mike, like under my breath, while Taffer's losing his shit, you want me to get you to urgent care? Like now, take him to urgent care now. <laughs> and Mike was going to cry. It, yeah. is, it was fucking hilarious. How um, much of that, though,
1: like do you yeah. think when you guys come in, funny, We should. we'll probably do more on this. When you guys come in, did you feel like they knew who you were?
0: No, no, no one in the bar knew who we were. They knew somebody at the bar basically was... That well, night? Yes. The, okay, the so they there. know
1: Taffer's coming in.
0: Yeah, they know he's coming in. I mean, there are lights in there that are super bright. I mean, you could fucking put french fries underneath them. You know what I mean?
1: But is there an actual walk-around camera guy, or are you yeah, only there, being there filmed on yeah. mounted? But But when you and Mike are in there by yourself... Are you guys just going off the mounted cameras? Yeah. Or is there so no, no, that's no. just Ma- yeah,
0: that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, they, they yeah. They didn't know which ones it was that were us that, excuse me, that they had to uh, make happy. But uh, it was it was a little over the top on their end. Remember, they wanted to look like shit, too, because right. they want them to fix it. But um, he was, man, over the top, I thought, with the owner. I mean, he said to her, and this wasn't on camera, he said to her, how long have you been in this country? And she goes, 10 years. He goes, and this is the best you can speak English? And I was like, fuck. But you what know? did he call and you? He, he, he
1: called you like Dave Pallet
0: <clears throat> Yeah, he fucked up my name. It's uh, It, it didn't matter. But here, So here's the other part that made me laugh. They were, we're done for the night. You guys can go home. Yeah. And they said, hey, guys, we're going to have a clip of you guys walking in the bar. Oh, yeah, that's We need right. you guys walking in the bar. And so they go, right. three, two, one, and we have to walk like from 50 yards back. And yeah. I can see on two doors that you walk in. One The sign says, door broken. Use other door. Okay. And I'm like, fucking Mike's trying to walk faster than me, but he can't see the fucking sign. Yeah. And he fucking out walks me, and he fucking grabs the wrong door and Good. can't open it. Looks like a jackass yanking yeah. on this fucking door that doesn't work, because if you would read the fucking sign, <laughs> it, and I, I left my ass up. And I think I pointed at it like, dude, read the sign, dick face. And yeah. then he grabs the other door, and we walk in. But poor Mike drank bugs all night long, man. And he, Mike's oh. a germ freak. Yeah. Holy shit, dude. It was uh, it w- it was it was cool. You're the one that got me into that show. I yeah. was never a fan of the show until uh, until then. I think the reason you didn't do it, because Mike and I were there at like 2 in the morning, and then we had to do the morning show. I've been
1: show. at USA Boxing. Okay. And yeah, I've been at USA Boxing. It was like a three-hour
0: turnaround of, of doing that and then going back on there with you in the morning.
1: Yeah, I remember them saying that, too, because I'm trying to think of what year that was. It was that, around
0: 2015.
1: Right? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I was locked in with USA Boxing. And I couldn't go. But then the other thing, they were like, yeah, you got to be here at 8. Yeah. And we're going to be here until like 11. Yeah, it was a long night. And I was like, oh, fuck. But yeah, that's funny. But anyways, I just know. I've talked to other guys that were involved, San Diego guys that had it. Yeah. And you go, like, I, I don't know, man. Like, I look at the sign that he did for her bar. He did the one in El Cajon. He did one in Ramona. Dude, they look like. 10th grade graphics. Yeah. Like they're not these outstanding catch your eye. And I know a lot of that stuff's donated, right?
0: I think he gets a portion of every bar from that point on.
1: That right.
0: Yeah. Like I think he gets, number one, the alcohol they put in there basically does the advertising. But then I think he gets a percentage from every bar he leaves.
1: Wow. It's a pretty fun show. Although there's times when you feel like it's kind of jumped the shark. But those shows, like one of the guys told me, he goes, dude, it's a TV show. Yeah. You, you got to have conflict. You got to have good and evil. Or he's like, or nobody pays attention.
0: Dude, it's funny. Today I said, before you walked in there, my wife had my 600-pound life on. And I yeah. said to her, I go, why do you watch this fucking show? Right. Heck, it's the same fucking show every yeah. fucking week. When they have to go to Houston to see the fucking guy that's going to do the surgery and tell them they're yeah. too fat. Whoa. They all, they all stop at the fucking all you can eat fucking Burger King or wherever they go. Oh, no. And they eat their ass. Everyone does the same exact thing. Then the guy gets in and goes, You're too fucking fat. I can't even do the surgery. You got to lose weight. And then it takes an hour. And I go, It's the same show every fucking yeah. show. At least with the, that goddamn show, Bar Rescue, he's dealing with different owners that have a little yeah. bit of personality.
1: Yeah. Different guys. But it's, I mean, you saw it. You and I did Gene Simmons' show. Yeah with uh with our buddy we're on blind date yeah
0: blind date was crazy Blind
1: I, date I, was fun
0: when we did blind date and that thing had reruns people would call all the time from yeah. across the country dude you're on blind date i go yeah i know
1: yeah blind date was fun but all that shit's rigged so yeah. anyways just going yeah. back to that guy like was he really that much of a douche or you just you need somebody to be the bad guy on the show right yeah
0: he, he, he just, did it really well he, oh yeah he did it well it just he he said a couple things that i was like man i go, that was kind of uncomfortable yeah and they, they didn't they didn't make the show which you're like good. I'm glad that wasn't the show, but you like didn't you? You took it. You made it personal. You yeah. know what I mean? Anyway, it, that that was. The other thing that, I, oh, I
1: saw one show. Yeah. Courtney was in the bathtub, and he told her that's a crazy bush. Okay, <laughs> oh, you wow. talking about Card- They're talking about
0: Barresco. You're talking no. about Kardashians. That's a crazy bush.
1: Remember when he told her that?
0: <laughs> yes. <That's it>. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you.
1: That's all I remember from Kardashians. Oh, Kardashian. oh my it, gosh. Uh, you, everybody saw it. Oh, Jesus. You know Woody saw it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Stevie Nicks. Oh shit. Like uh 67. 72. No kidding. Yeah. Uh yeah, I'd still get a room at the Scandia notion side <laughs> right there. Uh dude, she's gotta be worth money. I'm gonna she say is. 40 million.
0: 75 nice yeah a lot of money lenny kravitz
1: oh fuck uh 54 pretty close 56 56 how much is kravitz worth he's gonna you know who his mom is
0: yes from uh jefferson's
1: yeah um what the
0: fuck's her name The roxy that. roxy Roker. roxy Roker.
1: 50 million
0: pretty close 40 million dollars dude he's great hank williams jr
1: Shit, how much uh seventy seven. Seventy one. I'ma say he's worth uh twenty two million.
0: Forty five million dollars. Wow. Yep. Okay, last one from right here. It's uh
1: Miles Davis. God damn, I just saw his drummer passed away. Really? Um uh, Miles Davis has passed away, right? Yes, he died in nineteen ninety one. Oh shit. Okay. Um nineteen ninety one. Almost thirty. About thirty years ago, I'm gonna say he would have been 103.
0: Would have been. Said okay, that's right. Let's say he was born in 26. Oh, so he would have been 93. Am I right on that? Or 90? can't do the fucking 94. math. 94. 94.
1: How much is he worth? Fuck. How much should he be worth? And how much was he actually worth? Um. Good money. Yeah, 30 million. 10 million dollars. God, yeah, see, dude, that guy's such a legend. It's amazing. Yeah, his drummer just, uh, his original drummer just passed away. My boy uh, Stephen Quadros posted that. Really? Yep. Um, all right, I think that's it. Hold on, I got a stay or Goes. Oh, yeah, yeah, I worked yeah. on this one. Okay, I'm ready.
0: This is stair Goes. It's former Padres who didn't have their best years with the Padres. Oh, but I like it. They're former major leaguers. They were all, all stars, but they okay. weren't known for being Padres. No problem. First two on the list. Dave Kingman. Yep. Or Jim Edmonds.
1: Oh, um, I think Kingman's an asshole. I'll take, I'll take uh, <laughs> I
0: Jim Edmonds. Jim Edmonds is an asshole, though. Really? Yeah, he was on, the, at least he was a husband on one of those housewife shows. He was a fucking dick the whole time. And she was so dumb, she didn't realize that he lived half the time in St. Louis and she was in Beverly Hills. Yeah. He's
1: fucking oh, oh, in Orange County. I remember that
0: shit. He's just sitting there going, he denied back. it all, though, right? Uh, yeah, okay. He, he thing is, she was the trophy girl at one time. Yeah. Like, stupid? You weren't the last trophy, girl. Ah, shit. Okay, Dave Kingman, it's funny you said that. He was an asshole. I can't remember ever seeing an interview with Dave Kingman. Like, I don't even know what Dave
1: Kingman's voice sounds like. No, but everybody said that he was He was a dick, Miserable. Yeah.
0: All right, Jeff Cirillo or Vinny Castilla? (laughs) Ha-ha!
1: I'll take Vinny Castilla. Yeah, I would, too. I heard Jeff is a dick. Uh, I don't know that. I I just, I I feel like we dealt with Vinny Castilla, and he was cool. I can't remember that, but I... I have, uh, yeah, I'll take Vinny Castillo.
0: Fred McGriff, Steve Garvey.
1: Oh, shit. Uh, I love the Crime Dog. I'd take the Garve in a minute.
0: Okay, I'm with you. I'll go with the Garve. K- lo- go ahead.
1: I love Fred McGriff, man. God, was he great.
0: He should have been a Padre a lot longer. Yeah. After I told you that he, that uh, I thought Fred McGriff of Hall of Fame, I looked it up. He wasn't with the Bods that long at all.
1: No, really short.
0: Yeah, I thought it was longer than it was. All right, Ian Kinsler or Mike Piazza?
1: Uh, Mike Piazza. Mike <laughs> Piazza's great.
0: <laughs> Mike is good. All right, last one of the night. Ozzie Smith, Greg Maddox.
1: Uh, shit, I'll take Ozzie Smith. Greg Maddox is always playing tricks. He's weird. Yeah, a little yeah. quirky, right? Yeah, l-
0: a yeah, little quirky is right. Weird, uh, weird guy.
1: You just mentioned Real Housewives. I have to f- mention this real quick. I sent a message to our friend the other day. There, there are certain things that happen in your life that for whatever reason strike you funny. So the other day I'm driving home and I have, I think, XM on one of those fucking channels and they played Diana Ross' I'm Coming Out. Yeah. And I immediately flash back to 2007. We're working at Free FM. Jeff Stewart, who yeah. is just... Dude, he is such a good dude and so great on the radio. had been the night guy or had been doing a lot of shifts on the old B-100, whatever they were calling it. Jeff was on there. Um, Rick Lawrence was on there. Like a really bunch of good dudes were on there. But Jeff at that time, because he had been part of the planet and had been part of the on-air shift, um, ended up like on our board. Yeah. Which... I don't think at the start he was thrilled about because he's usually an on-air guy, but we hit it off with him immediately and loved him. And we called him Safe Stewart. And, dude, he got so sick. We've talked about it that we went to visit him in the hospital. But this fucking guy was so quick on our board. And Dave started talking about uh, Bear Bear, Bareback Mountain? No, Brokeback Mountain. Brokeback, yeah, Bareback Mountain. That's probably the porn one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Safe's probably got that somewhere. Um, But you're talking about Brokeback Mountain and Real Housewives and yes. The View. I remember yeah, it because yeah. you were talking about- Because Rosie
0: O'Donnell was on The View. That's when I started watching right. The View.
1: Right, you love The View. And this fucking maniac, Stuart, brings I'm Coming Out,
0: do you remember well this is how the conversation went
1: dude i I just have to say every time i fucking hear that song i I send a message i go dude legitimately we've done a million of these fucking shows i don't remember anything my favorite funniest fucking thing that caught me so off guard i had nothing to do i had nothing to do with the bit jeff stewart did it and every time i fucking hear that song like it Mm. I couldn't breathe on the air. It was great. This is this is
0: how how this whole thing went. First of all, you're right. He got stuck with us, okay, to run the board. He's more talented than to run a board.
1: Ben went on the yes. air. Honestly, started on the air as a jock, I believe, when he was a sophomore or a junior in high school. Yeah, that's right. That's how talent. I mean, yeah. in Arizona. Yeah. But just Dave too. Just one of the best. Do you remember what he wore the first day we showed up to work? Yeah, I think his shirt said it ain't going to suck itself, right? That's right. He gave zero fucks. He, and he was smoking
0: uh, cigarettes every break. Yeah. Remember? Fucking Train barely, wreck. Barely made it back in time to start the show. Every time we come back from yeah. a break, he's fucking taking uh, smoking heaters in the parking lot, walking the stairs, no rush, no fucking nothing, nothing. wearing that shirt, it's not going to suck itself. Like, I dare CBS <laughs> to fucking fire me. Yeah. And all of a sudden, here we are with this guy. And I tell you the story on there, I say hey, i got to tell you what I did this weekend. You tell me what you think. And I said, I saw Brokeback Mountain. Yeah. And you said, did you watch it with Rita? And I said, no. He goes, what? You go, what? And I yeah. said, no, I was at home. He goes, was Rita in the house? And I go, yeah, she was upstairs. I was downstairs. And I watched Brokeback Mountain, and, and I could tell you it was pretty good. I go, is it weird that I watched Brokeback Mountain myself? Does that make me gay? And you go, dude, you're gay. And yeah. boom, we hit this music dude. right off the bat.
1: It, it was so... It was like the bit had been planned. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. And he hit it. I just, I swear to God, Dave, it's 13 years later, and that song will show up on the radio, and I fucking die yeah. laughing to the point that I had to send it to him and to you yeah. the other day. And, and yeah. I mean, and he
0: called me cowboy from cowboy. that point on. Everything. And then he'd play the fucking music to Brokeback Mountain in the background All the time. every time I would Anytime talk. Anytime
1: you would say shit, dude, he had that fucking <laughs> song. I I legitimately, I could think of, there's three things that I can think of on the air where I couldn't, like I yeah. couldn't go. The first one was KFMB because you and I had done like 70 straight days <laughs> yeah. and we were given away um a Volkswagen bug a Volkswagen bug that had been painted in like 60s colors yeah. and we'd been promote we had it promoted every quarter hour yes. so i'm doing it four times an hour 12 times a sleep night sleep deprived right yeah when well, we finally get to the fucking giveaway the giveaways like the next day and i'm like hey don't forget we're giving away the bug it's coming up june 3rd and i'm like that's tomorrow you jackasses <laughs> And I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> like I completely yeah, didn't yeah. even know. Yes, you, me, Horton, we die laughing. Couldn't
0: breathe. Like straight out, it was just dead air, and I could hear is me wheezing. I yeah, mean, I couldn't done.
1: breathe. The second one is. That's when I told Alan play a record. Play a record. He's <laughs> like, "This is I don't
0: have any fucking records. I don't have any records."
1: Um, <laughs> the second one had we we hadn't been to extra yet when we got to free right we're uh we were at free before yeah we came yeah, in, we went to true. free after e s p n so the second one would be when Stuart did that, yeah, and then the third one is uh when pablo Francisco yeah came in because like I said, I saw him in the green room, I'll tell anybody, just go on YouTube and find pablo Francisco movie guy impression it's just when you work in radio voiceover imaging guys the whole thing and i just saw him and i said hey man like the girl i took to his show at the spruckles theater like i never went out with her again because i fucking lost it and then the guy does the bit a foot and a half from your face and i was like please stop (laughs) i can't talk but uh anyways when you mentioned real housewives it flashed me back to Safe stewart and uh, I just fucking love that guy, dude. He's yeah. just such a good dude. And, uh, yeah, he's he works downtown. So if you follow him on social media, he's always posting images of people watching downtown. Hashtag shit show. And yeah. It is like, it's unbelievable. So, uh, listen, everybody stay safe, uh, especially you, Stuart, you maniac. Uh, we're back to Sunday nights. So uh, i see you back here Sunday night, Dave. We'll figure it all up. Good
0: deal. All right you